Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin Healthcare, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin Healthcare, with more Healthy Matters. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Healthy Matters here on News Talk A3OWCC. If you're new to the show, thank you, thank you for uh, joining us today. Your host, Dr. David Hilden, made it into the studio, and we're, we're happy he did. I did. I, I made my way down the city streets of Minneapolis since 35W has closed again for the umpteenth time. Yes, and will be forever. It will be forever. I know. <laughs> we, hopefully we'll live to see the end of it. <laughs> my goodness. Thanks. Thank you, everybody who's working on the freeways, but we still get to complain about it, don't we? We do. Isn't that kind of part that, of living here? That and the parking meters. We're in our second <laughs> – and the parking meters. Yeah, yes. Denny and I were just talking about oh the, the parking meters in downtown Minneapolis. What are you going to do? I'll tell you. First, word, first world problems, I guess, there. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Now, the week doesn't go by when somebody in the hospital hallways or on the streets or somewhere says, hey, I listened to the show and thanks for, for doing the show. So I just wanted to give a shout out to you guys who are listening. Good. Thanks for sharing your Sunday morning with us. One person even said, you know, my alarm clock goes off in the morning. First thing I hear is your show. And I said, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> That's the first thing that you hear in the morning. Hey, Denny, did you put your sunscreen on today? You know, not yet because I – well, I know it's it's wrong to say because cloudy, oh. cloudy. It doesn't matter if it's cloudy, right? Not at all. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about why. I was told to put it on every day, yeah, every the, single day. We have a person in the studio who one time said that on, this, on these airways. And uh, we're going to talk about your skin today. We're going to talk about skin health, ways to stay healthy with your skin. Summer's coming up. But it's not just a summer thing. And we're going to talk about skin cancer very specifically. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about some cosmetic dermatology things. So we have just a ton to cover today. And um, I'm going to start right off before I introduce my guest. I have two dermatologists who are in the studio with me today. But I'm going to start off right away by telling you about Melanoma Monday. That is coming up. And I want you to be uh, ready for that. It's Monday, May 6th. So get a pen out and we'll tell you more about that later. It's where you can come and have a trained um, um, professional look at your skin and check for melanomas because that's how you find them. Might be on your back. Maybe you can't see it. So you're going to have a professional take a look at it. So we have two dermatologists. The first one I will uh, tell you about has been here uh, several times before, Dr. Aaron Luxemburg. Hi, Dr. Luxemburg. Hi, good to be here Okay, it's good to see you. I think we're good now. Um, uh, Aaron's been on the, several times before. You're a dermatologist and an internal medicine board person like me, right? That's right. So you kind of know all about everything. 
Oh, I I would say so. Some people might disagree. Does your family and friends all say that? <laughs> say maybe, maybe my husband might disagree with yeah. you. Um, uh, she has said uh, Dr. Luxembourg is the one in the past who um, she had a baby or something a couple of years ago when you were on the show, and I said, do you do you like have big hats? And I think your poor kid gets slathered with sunscreen and big hats no matter what. Slattered with sunscreen, big hats, long sleeve shirts all through the year. This poor kid's never going to see the light of day. <laughs> I think I always joke with her about that. We'll talk more about why she has said that. Where are you from, Erin? You know, originally I was born in sunny Southern California, mm. but I grew up outside of Chicago. Oh, you did? So you yeah. came up here to, to the be- where the weather's beautiful. Wait, sunny Southern California? What brought you to Chicago? Well, obviously getting out of the sun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They. <laughs> Well, good to have you here. Um, she is a dermatologist at Hennepin Healthcare, practicing at our um, dermatology clinics at the uh, Clinic and Specialty Center in downtown Minneapolis at 8th and Park, and also at our North Loop Clinic um, uh, in the uh, what I used to call the Warehouse District. That's a cool building if you're um, in, in that part of the, the downtown area in the Warehouse District, the North Loop. It's right by Target Field. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Um, Luxembourg sees patients there as well. Now, we also have Dr. Sarah Hillwas. She is a dermatologist as well, who has started, I think, has been at uh, Hennepin for years now, many years, but has, but I haven't been able to get her onto the show yet. So she is on. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So you came several years ago from where? How'd you land in Minnesota? I landed in Minnesota for residency, and I aimed to come here because my husband's from here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And where'd you come from? I'm originally from upstate New York, the Finger Lakes area. Oh, so ooh, that's pretty. Far from New York City, but yes, gorgeous country. Yeah, that is beautiful. At least mm-hmm. so I've heard. I love New York City, but I haven't been up there as much, although I have taken the train up the Hudson River a ways. Oh, I that's didn't get it's too. it's just gorgeous. Um and so you also practice at the Hennepin um healthcare dermatology mm-hmm. clinic in our downtown and specialty center. Are you at the North Loop as well? I am all day Wednesday. All day Wednesday. And so also um, we have um, dermatology care at our Golden Valley Clinic. So you, um, I think you're out there. Is that right, Erin? Yes, I am. Okay. So we got all kinds of places for you. Um, if you got your pen out, um, uh, you'll be able to write down the phone number as well. But here it is. It's 612-873-6963. And that's how you can get an appointment with anything you hear today. Okay. That's enough for the kind of the housekeeping stuff. Let's talk about skin cancer. Which one of you would like to tell us about... Um, uh, about skin cancer, ways to prevent it, why we're even talking about this? Well, I can start with kind of a basic overview. In general, there's two main types of skin cancer, melanoma and then what we consider non-melanoma skin cancer. Melanoma is the what we call scary type. That's the type that can look like a mole or a naughty mole, um, maybe a mole that's blue, gray, black, pink, that can grow fairly quickly. And that type of skin cancer actually can spread throughout your body and kill you. The other general type, the non-melanoma skin cancer, the two main kinds are basal cell skin cancer and squamous cell skin cancer. In general, these are caused by sun exposure, so are often in sun-exposed areas. And in general, don't go throughout the body. Um, If they're caught early enough, can simply be removed on the skin. Why do we call something – they're all called cancer. Why do we call something cancer? Um, some of them spread and some don't. What, what's going on with the skin that they're referred to as cancers? Basically, we refer to them as cancers because these are spots that just won't stop growing. 
So, for example, our basal cell skin cancers, which are considered the more friendly type of skin cancer and don't generally spread around the body. That's a good tagline, a good marketing line. The friendly cancer. The friendly cancer. Um, but the problem with is, with it is that it just doesn't stop growing. So it'll just get bigger, 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 deeper, 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 and then can start bleeding, be painful. Um, so we like to catch them early because just simply doing a little skin surgery, cutting them out, We'll leave you with a tinier scar than, say, if they get super big, then they need a much bigger surgery to remove. Now, I seem to remember in some med school lecture that these are the most common cancers that the human body gets. Skin cancers. Yeah, so basal cell skin cancer in particular is uh, the most common. And there's a stat that if you live to be like 80, you know, of 80-year-olds, one in two people will have had a basal cell skin cancer. So they're very, very common. Is it all from sun, sun exposure? Probably not all from sun exposure. Certainly there are some basal cells um, that sort of run in family. Some people are more genetically likely to get it, but sun is a huge factor for the majority of us. I have a patient, or I've had several patients that have basal cell cancers that get huge and disfiguring, Mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so even though it doesn't maybe spread to your brain and your liver... I've seen actually literally on, on the face, for instance, mm-hmm. just huge disfiguring things. Mm-hmm. And, and so then it's probably harder to get them out when they're that stage. Correct. Yes. What about the um, – so you mentioned the melanoma kind. Are they – I think you mentioned that, Aaron. Are they also sun-related? And why do we worry about them so much? So, again, melanoma is the kind that can spread and can be quite dangerous. They're not always due to the sun. That's why when we do a full body skin check, we always say, I look in places the sun doesn't shine. Mm. I find melanomas on the palms of the hands, on the bottoms of the feet. But certainly there is a component from the sun in which the sun can alter DNA and perhaps cause normal moles to become abnormal or start a new melanoma. Um, So that's why we get very worried about sun exposure in addition to non-sun exposed areas. Do we know what it is about the sun that's causing the damage? Because most people, like you said, you're from Southern California. Most of us think of that sun's a good thing in general. It makes – gets you vitamin D. It makes you happy. It feels good on your face, especially with a little ocean breeze coming in. Sun's great, isn't it? So what, what is harmful about sun rays? Well, there, there's a saying that there's no such thing as a safe tan. Mm-hmm. And that's because essentially we know that the sun causes DNA mutations in your skin. So it makes normal cells sort of start to behave abnormally. And the skin's natural defense to those mutations is to tan up and try to make its own sunscreen. But by the time you've tanned, you've already had some of that DNA damage. And just a lot of the damage can lead to changing moles. It's literally messing with your DNA. It's literally messing with your DNA. That doesn't sound good. It does. It is okay. So, so should we be Sarah? Let's be clear about this. Is there such thing as a safe tan? There is no such thing as a safe tan. All right, you heard it. I I think I still to this day get asked that question. Um, Well, I'm going to Cancun. I'm as white as a sheet of printer paper. I'm, and, and I need to go and get that safety layer. I'm going to the beach. That's not a thing? That is not a thing. Getting the tan will help you prevent burning, but once you've got, but the tan itself has already done damage. So that's the sign that your body is reacting to Correct. something and not – okay. So is burning, is that even worse? Yes, obviously. I mean it hurts and it's um, causing a lot more damage at that point. You've overcome the ability even to tan. 
All right. We're talking to Dr. Aaron Luxenberg and Dr. Sarah Hilwa, who are dermatologists at Hennepin Healthcare. We're talking right now about skin cancers. We're going to do some more of that in this first half of the show. And then this afternoon, we'll be talking a little bit more about um, cosmetic dermatology and things that are non-cancerous. I I did mention Melanoma Monday. You know, that's a heck of a great name right there. You know, Melanoma Monday. We're not trying to give you melanoma. We're trying to help you prevent it. So Monday, May 6th, from noon to 3.30, you can get your spots checked. It's at Hennepin Healthcare's dermatology team. Um, at the clinic is uh, at 8th and Park. Monday, May 6th, sign up online at hennepinhealthcare.org slash Melanoma Monday. It is free. HennepinHealthcare.org slash Melanoma Monday. Parking's right there underground. I don't think the parking's free. Uh-huh. Parking's cheap. Let's go with that. But it is, the event is free. Where else can you get a professional look at your skin, a body scan for those spots on your skin? All right, let's take uh, this break. Uh, we'll be back uh, with more and f- certainly inviting our listeners to join in either by phone or by text. 651-989-9226 is the number. Uh, or send a text, 81807. And welcome back to Healthy Matters. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can call in your question or uh, send a text, like some folks are doing. Phone number, 651-989-9226. Text number is 81807. Here again is Dr. Hilden. Thank you, Danny. We are um, going to get to your text messages. There are numerous ones coming through, so keep sending those. Um, we're going to talk about two main things in the next segment. I'd like to talk about a, what does melanoma look like and how, when should you be concerned? You know, what do the spots look like? And then secondly, let's, let's delve into the world of sunscreen. So let's start out. Um, if uh, uh, you could tell me what, what does a, everybody's got little spots all over their skin. When should you be concerned? What does a skin cancer look like? So if we're talking about melanoma, the classic teaching is the ABCDEs. A is asymmetry. Um, So if a mole just isn't quite the same on all sides, if it's not circular, um, B is the border. So if it has ragged edges, C is color, if it's not uniform, D is dimensions, larger than a pencil eraser, and E, the most important, is evolution. Is it changing? Now, that being said, there can be a lot of benign type of spots that just are bigger than a pencil eraser, maybe vary in color or, you know, maybe of something that's even changing. So I think the most important thing is, is it an ugly duckling? That's Mm. the clue that I like to go with. Is it something new? Um, Does it just not quite fit in? And most important, is it symptomatic? Does it itch? Does it hurt? Does it bleed? Wow. Do they stick out? You know... You know what I mean by, by the that? time a melanoma sticks out, that that could mean it's quite, quite large. Most often, when patients are concerned about one of their moles that's sticking out, it's one of what I call the gooey moles, and those ones are completely fine. Most often, melanomas do not stick out. They're flat. They kind of have a blackish, bluish, grayish appearance. That's the most common type flat that usually, I'm seeing. Yeah. Yes. Gooey mole. You got any gooey, gooey moles, Denny? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> For those that are just having breakfast. <laughs> and I always remind my patients, too, that the ABCDEs don't have bumpy in them because a oh. lot of people come in for bumpy moles but they, that's why the ABCDEs are really important to know because they don't include that bumpy so let's do them again asymmetry B is border B is border of ragged border C, C is color. color multiple colors are not even color D is dimension or diameter and so we say bigger than a pencil eraser is more than, concerning yeah, roughly roughly yeah. and E it's evolving is and it changing the do they ever change for the better I mean you've got a mole 
that is a lot of people, you know, they've got A through D. They got this goofy thing, but it's getting better. Um, you know, sometimes I'll have a patient say, you know, I had this thing on my face and it was a little crusty, but but now it's not here anymore. And I say, you know, a cancer never goes away. So right. if it changes for the better, if something goes away, well, that's a good sign. We don't need to worry about it. That's a good sign. Okay, if you have a little spot in your body you're not sure about, you want a professional look at it, or if you've got places in your body you can't see, yeah, that's you. I'm talking to everybody listening. There's places on your body you can't see. Uh, we won't get into details. Uh, you could have a, a skin professional check it out at Melanoma Monday, which is May 6th. Sign up for this free event uh, at hennepinhealthcare.org slash Melanoma Monday. Okay, so th- that's what when to be concerned. How do we prevent them? You can prevent them. Or, or, or the other type of skin cancer. Yeah. You know, it's, some of these things can't be prevented, which I think is why we both had a hesitation. And so the best prevention is early detection, which is why, of course, we encourage getting seen if there's anything concerning or if you are a person that has frequent sun exposure or several moles. Now, that being said, if the best way to protect your skin is to protect your skin from the UV damage. And the most common frequent source of UV damage is from the sun, which brings us around to sunscreen and sun protective clothing. And of course, the best, just sun avoidance. Okay. We're going to talk a lot more about sunscreen, but but, but before we do uh, about the checking, I'm going to read a text message because it's, re- it's relative to that. This person says, hello, I own a landscape company and I'm outside all the time. 48 years old, when should I get a skin check? So how often? For people, I say to my patients, for people who have regular sun exposure or a history of a lot of sun exposure, like the lifeguards out there, landscapers, it's a good idea to get in soon now to get a baseline check, make sure that everything is looking good. And if you have abnormal spots um, or continue to have a lot of sun exposure, then a yearly check is a good idea. Thank you for that text. I think that sounds like about right. Or certainly if you have anything new that is that's concerning you, go in and, and be seen even sooner. So let's talk about sunscreen. What is what is um how should we be using it? Are they all the same? What is SPF? All that. There's two main types of sunscreen. There's the chemical sunscreen, and that uses chemicals to change the physics almost of the UV radiation um, that is bouncing off the skin. And the other type is a uh, physical sunscreen, and that actually works as a physical blocker to the UV rays. Um, And the, the difference is the ingredients that are used. The main physical blockers, if you were to look at the label on the sunscreen, it's easy to know if it's physical versus chemical because the physical ones are zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. And that's it. So a lot of sunscreens might have a mix of those. And the reason is because uh, sunscreens have to block UVA and UVB radiation. They're both dangerous? They're both dangerous. And when you're looking at the SPF, which is the sun protective protective factor, factor. um, that is actually just talking about the UVB. And so you also need to make sure that the sunscreen says broad spectrum or protecting against UVA. And as of right now, there's not a great way to know exactly how well the sunscreens truly are protecting against UVA. You just have to trust that they are. Are the barrier types, the zinc and the titanium ones, just as good or better or the same as the chemical types? In other words, does it matter what you choose? I always recommend uh, the physical blockers. I think studies show that really using a combination of physical and chemical blockers, which a lot of the sunscreens out there uh, do do that, is the best because that gives you the broadest um, protection against UVA and UVB. 
Uh, but the physical blockers are nice also because they're a little bit more hypoallergenic. Sometimes people can say, oh, I'm reacting to my sunscreen or getting itchy from sunscreen, and therefore they don't use it. And usually that's from the chemical blocker side of things. So if you stick to a pure physical blocker, um, you tend not to have those issues. And the physical blockers are the ones that are improved in little kids and babies. So I was going to ask you that, Sarah. You both have little ones. I used to have little ones. What about putting this stuff? I've had parents say, I'm worried about putting chemicals on my little baby. What about kids? So there's an even better solution for little kids to some extent than sunscreens, which is using sun protective clothing, wide brim hats. Um, those have something called UPF in them, which is basically the protective factor that they call the SPF of clothing. And so that can protect little kids without needing to put sunscreen on as long as they're um, using it appropriately and having nice shade with the hat. But if you do need to use a sunscreen, uh, say they don't want to wear the hat, then the physical blockers are the way to go. And if you go to the store and are looking under the baby section of sunscreen, all of those will have the, the physical They're not the chemical type. They're not the chemical type. So I remember the physical type of blockers. I used to do a lot of skiing. I don't anymore so much. I don't know what happened to that. But I, I remember going to the mountains of Colorado or Utah, and everybody looked like they had gone down to the Home Depot, bought a gallon of ceiling paint, white as white can be, and slathered it on their face, and they looked ridiculous. You know, the, the vehicles that the, have become much more elegant and they've been able to change the ionization of the mineral blockers so that you can't even see them anymore. Oh, you can't see them anymore. Okay, so it's not like you're putting latex paint all over your nose. I think you can still find them you in colors. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. You probably can find them. Well, I'm wearing my physical blocker this morning. I don't think I look like a ghost. So <laughs> no, yeah. they, they exist out there. All right. We're going to talk much more with Dr. Sarah Hilwa and Dr. Aaron Luxemburg, dermatologist at Hennepin Healthcare, about your skin, keeping it safe, skin cancer. And then a little bit in the latter half of the show, we'll talk a little bit about cosmetic procedures that are available. Very good. We have about another half hour of the show to go, so don't go away if you want to join in on the conversation. Again, here's the phone number, 651-989-9226. If you prefer, you can send us a text like a lot of folks are already doing. That number is 81 81- 807 for your text messages. We'll take this break. Be right back with more Healthy Matters. Welcome to this portion of uh, Healthy Matters this uh, Sunday morning. And if you're just uh, joining us, here's your host, Dr. David Hilden. And for those who are a little bit late getting into the show, uh, who did you bring with you today? I, I brought two uh, colleagues and friends from Hennepin Healthcare uh, who are dermatologists. They are doctors of dermatology. It's Dr. Sarah Hilwa and Dr. Aaron Luxemburg. Um, and they were talking about skin cancer and ways to prevent it and all kinds of things about maintaining your skin health. So just before we get back to the to, to the subject, um, welcome back. Thanks for being here, Sarah. Thanks for having, Thanks for having you, Aaron. Yeah, glad to be here. Okay, so now, um, I, before we do that, I want to um, just highlight the uh, a, a luminary in skin care in this country, Dr. Bruce Bart. He has been our chairperson, our chair, our head, our spiritual leader of dermatology for 52 years at Hennepin. Um, so he was probably there when it was Minneapolis General. He was there when it was Hennepin County General. He was there when it was Hennepin County Medical Center. He is there now that it's Hennepin Healthcare. But this year marks his retirement. So Dr. Bruce Bart um, was 
the boss of these two probably hired you both, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he started as our teacher when we were residents, then became our mentor, our boss, and our friend. And so we miss him, but he's staying in touch, and we're, we're encouraging him to stay involved with the department. That's terrific. Dr. Bruce Bart, just a shout-out to him. for um, Thank you for all of his service. He taught me dermatology, which um, that's not a reflection on him if I'm an idiot on dermatology Every internist like me is an idiot on dermatology. Let me just put it, except maybe Erin because she's born. You're certified in them both. But thank you to Dr. Bart. Have a great retirement. Do not be a stranger. Um, probably thou- literally thousands of doctors, um, uh, wherever they're practicing in this country, thousands have been touched by Dr. Bart. And uh, the, the department that he is leaving is strong. Not only did he hire uh, the two doctors I have with me today, he hired Dr. Jenny Liu, who's been on the show as well. So little shout out to Dr. Bart. We're talking about skin care. And before we get off of melanoma and sun protection, there's a lot of text messages about SPF and sunscreen. So um, we're going to try to cover a couple of them. First of all, one of the texts says, is it true that SPF 30 or higher is overkill? So what number, what, are, what, what, is, what, what should we do about those numbers? I generally tell patients to aim for SPF 30. Um, certainly going up to SPF 50, there's nothing really over SPF 50 anymore. The FDA has kind of regulated that, so it just says 50 plus. But you could go up to 50, but 30 is certainly a good number. The major thing is to make sure that you're putting it on thick enough all over, anywhere that you have sun exposure. And then the second most important thing is to remember that you reapply. Because especially with the chemical blockers, the way that they work, after two hours, essentially they've done their job and they're gone. So if you don't reapply, then you're not getting that sun protection anymore. And haven't you all seen this? You see parents of their kids, they're at the pool or at their beach. They come running out. They put the sunscreen on, and 90 seconds later, they're in the the water. Yeah. So don't you have to kind of do it? You kind of have to let it set in and sink in, especially for those chemical blockers. If you don't give them time to soak in, then they're not going to do their job for you. Do the numbers that are much lower, are they effective? Do you remember, I don't know if you do, maybe you do, Denny. Do you remember we used to just put basically oil on your skin? There was that, we just, it was like that, I hate to use a brand name, but it was literally like a oil. It had SPF 2. Or, or if, so if, what the number represents is how many times your skin's normal protection against the sun it has. So if you're wearing an SPF of 15, you have 15 times the protection of your baseline skin. Uh, 30 is a 30 times the protection. So does a lower number do anything? Sure, but a baseline protection of a very fair skin is very low to be- begin with. Okay. I want to see if you can help this person out who is is in the water. We're, I think this might be the first time windsurfing has come up in a text message on the show. But here's a person who says, I had a melanoma removed from my cheek with Mohs surgery. Uh, for listeners, that's a, a surgical procedure to remove um, skin cancers. The text goes on to say, I spent a lot of time outside and my face still tans. In spite of SPF 50 sunscreen, are some types of sunscreen more effective than others? Hat is not practical while windsurfing. So what do you recommend for someone who, A, has had melanoma, has had had it removed, skin is still tanning a lot, is in the water a lot? The sun is strongest between the hours of 10 and 2. So the best recommendation would be trying to avoid the strongest hours, making sure that this patient or person is reapplying sunscreen 
um, at least every two hours or certainly after water exposure. You still have to live your life. You have to enjoy. Clearly, this is something this person loves doing. So I'm not going to say, well, you shouldn't go windsurfing anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But you really got to do what you got to do to protect yourself. And make sure that the sunscreen that you're buying either has the zinc oxide or titanium dioxide or has that word broad spectrum to make sure that it's covering the UVA in addition to the UVB rays. Good tips. I imagine this like pretty hardcore windsurfer out on the waves with a huge sombrero on. (laughs) Probably not real practical. Should we go to the phone lines, Denny? Let's do that. I think Lucille is calling in from Apple Valley. Good morning, Lucille. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. What I want to know, is there any special instructions for people of color? We have many, many, our population has a lot of people of color here, and I thought we should be helpful for them this morning. Great question. Yeah, Lucille, you know, especially where we work, I see a lot of patients of color, and the instructions really are no different. I know a lot of times patients of color don't tan as much as fairer patients do, but the sun can still change the DNA of their skin. And a lot of patients of color do have some discoloration of the skin that is caused by the sun as well. So my recommendations still stand of wearing the sunscreen, reapplying the sunscreen. And in addition, the ABCDE still apply too. Um, We know that at least nationwide, a lot of patients with skin of color don't recognize changing moles as much because certainly it's less, a little bit less common in their patient on that patient population, but it's still important to get your skin checked for anything that's changing or abnormal or that you're worried about. Especially since melanoma, the big scary one that that can spread to your body and literally cause death, is maybe not quite as strongly related to the sun. It could be genetically based. Yes, and sometimes um, patients with darker skin, it can present in odder places like on the hand or the foot or in a nail. And so any moles or um, pigmentary changes in those areas should get checked out by a dermatologist for sure. I'm going to go back to the text message. Thank you, Lucille, for that call. That's a great question. I want to go back to the text about something that probably isn't cancer, but I'll let you guys answer that. It says, I have a big dark spot on my back that itches. The pigmentation has turned dark. It started out the size of a quarter, and now it's larger. I have had it about 10 years. I've been to two dermatologists and other doctors. I've had it biopsied. It was normal. No one can tell me what it is. Any ideas? You know, I'm glad that you've gotten it checked. It sounds like on at least two occasions. Um, And the fact that you've had it for at least 10 years is a good sign. Um, you know, I, without seeing it, I can't quite say it is unlikely to be a cancer considering the fact that it's been biopsied and you've been told that it is not. My best guess is it might be something called a seborrheic keratosis, but we would love to see you in clinic to properly diagnose this. I think that's a great answer. Here's a, a, still more about before we move on to other topics, more about sunscreens and cancers. Are sunscreens for babies also good for adults? For Sure. So you can use those ones that you can go to the baby section. I have a lot of baby sunscreen in my own uh, in my own cabinet. Perfect. Um, here's one that says, I'm 65 years old. I worked outside my entire life, have had many sunburns. I'm in a Medicare Advantage plan. My doctor is hesitant to let me see a dermatologist. Should I push back? You know, unfortunately, insurance coverage is not my forte, but, of course, I recommend that every patient at some point gets seen and screened, and I see no reason why you shouldn't be getting seen by a board-certified dermatologist. So absolutely, I would highly recommend that. Or this is a good opportunity to come to Melanoma Monday to get a free screening 
uh, with us, or there are other dermatologists around the Twin Cities who will be offering free screenings as well. Funny you should mention that. Uh, Dr. Hill was mentioning Melanoma Monday. I would answer that. Heck yes, you should push back. Um, but maybe there's other ways to um, uh, to be to be seen. One of them that she's talking about is Melanoma Monday. It's May 6th, noon to 3.30, downtown Minneapolis, a free screening event that we're putting on at Hennepin Healthcare. Check it out. You have to sign up, but it's free. Go to hennepinhealthcare.org slash Melanoma Monday. And before, as we head to this break, uh, Texter would ask, please repeat the names of that physical sunblock. Oh, the two those, ingredients. Those two ingredients. The two ingredients are zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. All right. Sounds like a bunch of metal. Yeah. You know they are. <laughs> they are. As a matter of fact. All right. We need to take a break. Uh, but we'll have more show to come. If you want to call in your question, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Mostly cloudy here in the Twin Cities. Current CCO temperature reading 39. And welcome back to Healthy Matters this uh, Sunday morning. We're talking about uh, skin health, cosmetic dermatology. We're talking about, boy, we're getting a lot of calls now a lot and a lot more text messages uh, before the end of the show. We appreciate your patience. Uh, let's uh, should we try to get to a couple of them let's quickly? Do, that. do we let's, have time? Let's do that. Uh, let's go to Sue, who's calling from uh, Egan, I believe. The phone line one. Go ahead, Sue. Call, I'm calling to ask about sunscreen. I've had a melanoma. I've had other cancers, but I can't use sunscreens because I have dry eye. And it runs in my eyes. Is there anything available? You know, that's a great question. And I have a lot of patients who um, who have this problem of it getting in their eye. The physical blockers are less runny, and there are some uh, there are some brands that seem to stick to the skin a little bit better, like Vanacream sunscreen uh, tends to be a little bit, little bit thicker, or the Sport sunscreens tend to not run as much. Thank you for your question. Could we talk just briefly a totally different subject? I mentioned earlier that we were going to c- touch on cosmetic dermatology, and and you offer a pretty wide range of things. Could you just tell people what else is offered? Just because I, I did want to get that out there. M- many people don't know that. Yeah, I'll kind of briefly go through some of the things we have. We have a couple of different lasers, which can help with facial rejuvenation or redness from rosacea. Um, And then we have several different injectable type products for what some patients will refer to as the, um, what do they call it, the injectable facelift. Mm -hmm. Um, We do Botox, which can help with wrinkles. We do uh, fillers, which can help fill some deficits that happen with the facial fat over time. We do Kybella, which can help with some under-the-chin fullness. What else, Sarah, am I forgetting? Oh, we have microneedling. Um, we do chemical peels, which can sometimes help with facial rejuvenation and some pigmentary changes. Are most of the procedures that you do on the face, is that what most people Yeah, do? I was just going to say, I think most of these are are. Facial type rejuvenation things. Um, I haven't had anyone uh, pursuing this for other areas of the body, though. I think they could be. You could. Tops of the hands, neck, chest. You said you take a laser to someone's face. I imagine Star Wars. You've got this thing like here's you with this machine and you're zapping things. I always think about Austin Powers. (laughs) (laughs) Very zappy. (laughs) So is it uh, obviously I know the answers, but I want you to say it anyways. Is it safe? Does it work? 
The, yes, they're safe and they work, which is why we love the lasers. Patients are always really interested in lasers for things that they hear that it might work for, like toenail fungus and warts, which unfortunately they don't. But in terms of helping with the redness caused by facial blood vessels or with helping with some fine lines, wrinkles, and discoloration, yeah, they work really well and they're really safe. You said rosacea. Um, I know a lot of a lot of patients have those little blood vessels you get, you know, for for – um, listeners, acne rosacea is a type of skin condition and that often results in kind of a redness of your face, a little kind of a rashy-looking thing, and a lot of little blood vessels, right? And one of our lasers works exceptionally well at getting rid of those, which is why we're super excited about it. That's awesome. So this is these are newer expanded services at Hennepin Healthcare that are done by our team of dermatologists. Um, if you want to get a hold of any of them, I hope you still have your pen handy, you can always go to hennepinhealthcare.org. That's a great website, actually. It won some awards for being a really good website, hennepinhealthcare.org. You can search for dermatology on that. But if you want to just maybe you want to use your telephone, there's a quaint idea, huh? It's 612-873-6963, 612-873-6963. Do we have time for one yeah, more, Yeah, let's Danny? go back to the phone. Doug in St. Paul has been waiting there. Doug, go ahead with your question, please. Yeah, real quickly. I'm not wondering, is there any particular food supplement or diet that uh, you can eat on a regular basis that is uh, supplements good skin health? And I'll hang up and listen. Good question. So there's no food that can supplement good health. There are um, some supplements. One's called HelioCare that can help reduce your uh, rashes from the sun, but it is not a substitute for sunscreen. And the FDA has come out with a big warning this time last year stating that those supplements are no substitute for sunscreen. Of course, eating healthy, drinking lots of water is always good for your skin and general health. So check this out. I have a black lab. She's an old dog whose skin was shedding. She got dandruff. And we started putting oil in her dog food, and I think it got better. So what about that for humans? Is it, is there anything? I don't, I'm not saying put dog food oil in your food, but is there any any evidence that like fats in your diet help your skin? Well, in terms we know for acne that high what are called high glycemic foods, meaning sugary foods, high dairy foods, can lead to worsening of acne. And certainly, I've had some patients say that they feel like decreasing those help with other skin conditions too. But really, the only data and studies have been done in acne where it decreases acne counts. I think there's a lot of question, too, around the omega-3s. We know they help with um, the plaque buildup in the blood vessels. And I think the whole wealth of knowledge in terms of skin care is yet to be discovered. One last question um, I think we might have time for. My dermatologist has me taking nasinamide daily to reduce the risk of skin cancer. I'm 75. What's the medical science? Did I say that right? Yeah, so um, niacinamide. niacinamide, vitamin B3, there is good data that if you have the non-melanoma type of skin cancers, the basal cells and the squamous cells, that taking those can reduce the number of that you get in the future. Wow, so that might be an actually good idea. Thank you for that text. We are going to run out of time very um, um, briefly, uh, shortly here. We've been talking to Dr. Aaron Luxemburg and Dr. Sarah Hilwa. They are dermatologists. Um, uh, uh, at Hennepin Healthcare. If you um, didn't hear about it earlier, we still have spots, I think, at Melanoma Monday, do we? I'm asking them. They're nodding, yeah. Um, it is a th- I, I've been to it before and seen it, and, and it is a popular event, but it's really well organized. You sign up. It's for free. And what you do is you go to a private area, and they do a, a, a skin professional. will take a look at those spots that you maybe been wondering about. 
It's a free event, uh, and um, it's a screening for skin cancer. So we call it Melanoma Monday, which I love. Reminds me of a song by – who wrote that song? I know who you're The saying. Prince wrote the song, but you know, um, I think it was uh, – uh, Manic. Manic Monday. That was it. This is Melanoma Monday. It's Monday, May 6th, so it's coming up. Not tomorrow, but the next week to 3.30, and it's at the Hennepin Healthcare Clinic and Specialty Center, the brand spanking new glass and colorful building in downtown Minneapolis, Monday, May 6th, noon to 3.30 p.m., free event. Sign up online at hennepinhealthcare.org slash melanoma Monday. And um, we hope to see you there. Also, if you want to see any of our doctors um, at Hennepin or if you want to get into dermatology. Maybe you're interested in the the cosmetic procedures that uh, Drs. Hilwa and Luxembourg have been mentioning today. Um, you can you can check them out at hennepinhealthcare.org uh, as well. Uh, you can go to the clinics and look at, uh, at the various locations. They're in the North Loop. They're in downtown Minneapolis. The North Loop on the other side of downtown Minneapolis, and they're in Golden Valley um, on Highway 100, a really convenient location for lots of people at the Golden Valley. Clinic. Very easy parking. I mean. Yeah, you can park for free right there. You can go next door to the grocery store and get your groceries and have your get your skin taken care of it at the same trip. To, to make an appointment with them or get more information, call 612-873-6963. That also stands for um, 612-873-MYMD. M-Y-M-D. So 612-873-6963 to get in with any of our doctors, including these two dermatologists. I want to thank you for being on the show today. Time goes goes fast. We covered a lot. Dr. Sarah Hillwell, thank you for being on the show. Thanks. It was fun. I hope we can get you back again. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, she's a wealth of knowledge about your skin. And then Dr. Erin Luxemburg, thanks for being a repeat guest. She's one of our more common guests on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, I love coming. Yeah, it's great. We'll have you back on the show as well um, in the future. So thanks to everybody for listening. And what are we going to be doing on the show next week? Oh, we've got a Hennepin's got one of the most unique limb preservation programs in the region. So, um, so we're going to talk about wound care and preserving your limbs with um, a podiatrist, Dr. Nicole Bowerly, and Tom Masters, who is a specialist in our emergency department. Good deal. We'll see you back here next week. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.